I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Did you fall out of a coconut tree? Angels. You exist in the context of time. Mm. Angels. I like that. I know. I was just struck to call the listeners angels. Maybe angels is the new. Yeah. My angels. Hi, angels. Angel. Hi, angel. I like calling people and things angels. They are. Because here, they are. Here they are. Um, What's going on? Kyle is being tormented by the paranormal. Yeah, so what's the, what are the specifics? <laughs> Just that headline alone is like enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, I think it could be Hangover from Carlton because she did curse uh, Yeah, Kyle. I would look. What would, what was the word that Larva. popped up? Larva. <laughs> Larvae. Kyle Richards tells Kelly Clarkson her house is haunted. Quote, very strange things happen. Well... That's- that's the demise I mean, of your That's marriage. not a haunting. That's just your decor choices. <laughs> and I think you're being haunted by the ghost of your relationship. Yeah. I think you're being haunted by all your mirrored furniture. She says her California estate has a supernatural presence. And while most would probably run the other way upon hearing this, Clarkson's face immediately lit up. Hmm. Okay. Um... The ghost presence became more pronounced after her mom died in 2002. Okay, that tracks. I do think she's haunted by her mom. Uh, I think her mom is possessed Kathy. I think her mom, like, traded, like, her mom suspiriaed into Kathy so she could live, mm-hmm. like, a life of luxury. A life of luxury and a life of torturing Kyle. Things happen, like lights going on where they weren't even plugged in. My house that I live in now was built in 1882. And moved by trolley in 1912. I hear footsteps a lot. Every one of my family has heard the footsteps. That's eerie. Smokey Robinson, previously on the home, and he confronted her about the hauntings at an Oscars party. He said, have you heard the footsteps? Wow. Whoa. Fucking Kyle Richards go on Otherworld. Please, I beg of you. We or need this. go on that Kristen Stewart lesbian, like, queer paranormal show. Either or. Mm-hmm. We're going both. Why do you have to choose? Don't limit oneself. Yeah. In this economy, monetize. Go on yeah. both. Wow. The, that's eerie. Smoky that is Robinson. eerie. I believe it. 100%. I think LA is very haunted. Mm-hmm. It's like a, I think it's the desperation and like shattered dreams help keep spirits and energy trapped here. And I think there's a lot of failed or just like bitter and like broken hearted ghosts haunting L.A. And just like, what was this before? 
1900, you know? Alec Baldwin and Ilaria Baldwin are pitching a reality show. We, I'm sorry to these kids in advance because they are, I mean, they're fucked. So it's neither here nor there. But (laughs) we need this now. This will save us. Yeah, sorry to them. Sorry Sorry to the Baldwinitos. And you know what? They can start doing the work now and they can do the kind of psychic work and like, psychiatric psychiatric psychological and just psychic energetic work on discovering what it was about their souls that placed them in this particular life Mm -hmm. and i hope that they figure it out and i know that the road is is, has as minimal bumps as possible yeah i mean we know they're going to be in better situation than the Goslin kids. I think, like, they have more money. Alec still has, like, a shit ton of money. More money does not mean they're... They no, have I just, more access I just mean, to things. I just mean more access when you have that many kids is, like, important for, like, resources. And yeah, but it can like also that. fuck you over even more. I think if you have two fucking psychotic parents yeah that's not gonna you can have all the money in the world if you're a minor it also doesn't matter how much money your family has no i mean having having ilaria and him as parents is like probably yeah it's as bad as it gets (laughs) it's as bad as it gets and then also not only that but being also imagine having seven siblings i would kill myself imagine being ireland baldwin being like damn i have like there's like seven seven siblings that are like 30 years younger than me being like my dad started an entire other family and like wiped me off the face of the planet emotionally you're kind of dodging a bullet though a bit because you don't yeah. have to be on this reality show but like maybe she'll to pop be in one of seven and then have those be your parents and then be forced as children to be on a reality show that there's no way that these people can hide the dark and dastardly undertones of their psychotic relationship. So I think it will make great reality TV. I worry for these children, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I was, I was half expecting them to go full like Waco during when he still hadn't been acquitted yet like i was expecting them to like hold up in their hamptons house and go full branch davidian yeah they could they should do that just anyways they should start stocking up on weapons because they do have a small child army that they can deploy at any time and that Mm -hmm. is the one good thing about having seven children you have an army is that you create a militia underneath you (laughs) And if anyone, if things go south, you just indoctrinate those seven children to protect you at all costs. Imagine having Ilaria as your stepmother. You might be able to do like yoga together. Yeah, that's true. Ireland's like, cool. My dad called me a pig when I was 11 and then married a absolute psychopath and had eight children with her. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a Daily Mail article mm-hmm. that a man is really terrified that his wife has unknowingly joined a cult. She says it's a self-help group, but he knows there's something more sinister going on. So he took to the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, honey, 
doll. Okay. So what's not what kind of cult is that? Spiritual. Dear Jane, dear Jane, I'm concerned. My wife has accidentally joined a cult. She's never been the most confident of women, and she hasn't had a lot of close personal friends in her life. But that is something she's like. God, why you got to make this? This poor woman. Don't out. Don't blow up her spot. Good God. That's something she's been working on changing in recent years. Right off the bat, I'm like, this is an abusive husband, and yeah. this woman needs to get a divorce. He's, he's like, mad he's basically that she has like, friends now. She's insecure. <laughs> As part of that endeavor, she joined a local self help meditation group because she felt like that would be an easy way to start hanging around with other people without actually having to make conversation. Okay, you're a dick. He's an asshole. That was six months ago. That was six months ago, and now she's basically spending all of her time with this group at their clubhouse which is the organizer's personal home. It's a remote farm that has lots of land, and somehow he's convinced my wife and the other members of the so-called Meditation Society to donate thousands of dollars to help him renovate it. My wife keeps telling me it's an investment for a friend and that he has promised to pay them all back, but honestly, I'm getting really concerned. When she isn't working, which seems to take up less, a lot less of her time these days, she's at the farm. The other day, she told me that her organizer had them all doing manual labor on the grounds, moving piles of dirt, mowing lawns, and even laying bricks for a new structure. I wish that I was this cult leader because going through renovation, I need a lot of hands at work and some artisans and capital, if you will. Mm -hmm. Bricklayers. Mm -hmm. She always returns from these meetings with a huge smile on her face, which is wonderful to see, but it's worrying me just how much time and money she's spending at this place. The other day she let slip that some of the other members were having open relationships with one another, and that was what really pushed me over the edge. Not to seem dramatic, but this sounds like something out of a Netflix documentary. And I'm terrified that next time she comes home, she'll be telling stories about animal sacrifices, revealing that she's about to move to this farm for good. I've tried broaching the subject with her a couple times, and she always goes on the defensive, asking why I'd want to take her friends away from her when she finally feels like she belongs for the first time in her life. I've even been asked to attend meetings with her, but she said she was concerned my, quote, bad energy would upset the balance of their meetings. How can I make her see the very clear light of day here? Okay. Well, maybe she's spending so much time away from you because you suck. And if she wants to join a cult, they don't seem like they're doing anything that bad. This is just like HGTV vibes to me. With like yeah, a side like of some fucking. Chip and Joanna Gaines, swingers. Getting their dicks wet. So, also, like, maybe take her on a date and talk to her like a normal person. Take her on a vacation. This- why as a man are you writing a woman on the Daily Mail for advice? Yeah. Yeah, that's you're a narc and you're a tattletale and you're jealous hater because your wife has more friends than you and she doesn't need you as much. So she's going to get her fix by doing downward dog on the farm and that she wants to pay $1200 to help someone like refloor their kitchen. Why not? Yeah, why don't this guy should throw a big party? And invite a lot of friends and invite the cult people to a, be- a party celebrating his beautiful wife and get her a dress. He should really watch this episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and do what PK did for Dorit. And then I think that he would find that his wife trusts him a little bit more mm-hmm. and cares about what he says and maybe wants to spend more time with him. 
Yeah, I see him as like a. I feel like he's like lives in like a suburb of in England or something. I feel also like this is a fake letter. Yeah. I want to, I'm also like, I want the cult members, I would love to just like redo my whole apartment building. So it would be great to have a cult of people who are good at home renovations, have a, a similar aesthetic vibe and yearn to me, and then we'll work on not only renovating the entire building from the ground up, but we'll renovate all the other people who live in the building, their apartments as well. So it actually is like community service. And mine mm-hmm. is our, my apartment's pretty much already done. So we can just do it and zhuzh on behalf of the greater good. It's a cult of zhuzhing. It's a cult of zhuzhing and we don't necessarily have to like do any yoga. Mm-hmm. I don't really love working out like with friends. It's like not my jam. I am like more of a solo person going into a class. Like I can let you know which classes I'll go to. If I see you there, that's fine. But like you're we a, will you're, meet. You're an uh, avoidant cult leader. Yeah. I'm like once I've once I've gotten what I need, then I need quiet time. And I kind of, I don't want to live on like a compound with everyone else like around all the time. No, that I would never be. I could never be a cult leader for that reason. I just can't. I feel I don't want people like. I don't want people around asking Mm -hmm. me questions, having to like deal with everyone's questions 24 seven. I can't think of anything worse. I would like to just go live in like a villa in Rome or like Tuscany and then we can like zoom every once in a while, but they need to send a lot of money to to be on the zoom. <laughs> and also, if we need, if I need repairs, they're gonna have to like come and repair. <laughs> it's a good. That's a good deal. Yeah, but if anyone's interested in joining, just a cult for like a few for the rest of Q four, maybe potentially into Q one, where we do a lot of work renovating an apartment building I don't own. And get nothing out of long term other than just getting to look at it and feel like this is gorgeous. Then hit me up. Let's do this. You're like, but also, I live in... no, not a lot of talking past that. You want to feel like you're like I live in Florence. I want to go in and be like I don't want to see like uneven bricks Mm-mm. or like bird poop on the bricks or like overgrown trees or cracks in the bricks. Like I want to go in and be like, oh God. I'm yeah. spirited away to like a gorgeous European location. Listen to the fountains. Mm. Trickle, trickle, trickle. And then wave at my neighbors and go, God, is your, aren't you so glad that your roof got patched and now there's no water leaking into your apartment anymore? They go, yes, thank you so much. And I go, thank you too. Have a great day. I'll see you around. And then we just continue to live our lives. It could boost the morale of your... I think it would boost the morale just of the, I just want to get, I want to boost the morale of the people in the building. Mm-hmm. And I want a cult to do that, to fund it. And then to just fade, fade away. Mm-hmm. But always then, be there. Still go, be there. Still participate. So you basically yeah. just want. I want a renovation. Want... I want to, yeah, I want to renovate. You just want wanna, helpers. You want you want elves. I want a large scale renovation. <laughs> you want to be Santa Claus, basically, and have a army of magical beings that just like Keebler elf style. 
or what are those elves? The cobbler elves. They're dark-sided to me. I'd rather have humans. <laughs> I want a task. I want a. I You're want a Krampus. renovation project. I want a reg- renovation project. Yeah, I hear that. But just for fun, for shits and giggles, with no real skin in the game. <laughs> I don't know why I would also do that to benefit the owner of the building. Yeah, you're I live helping in, who that clearly, who clearly does not give a shit. But maybe this is the ultimate give back troll, where I'm like, you know what? Fuck you! I just made this so much better with my cult. Wait, speaking of buildings, before we get into this recap, so Succession star Alan Ruck drove in front of my building, drove his car into a pizza parlor on Halloween night, and I just missed seeing it by an hour. It had already been towed away by the time you arrived on the scene. There's still remnants, though. There's pieces of, like, the bumper, car bumper. He hit, apparently hit four cars or something. Okay, wait. You need to take those bumper pieces and put them on eBay, like, two days ago. I know. You needed well, to I'm... do that yesterday. They're still there. I could. Do it there's, now. And there's shattered, there's shattered um, headlights, taillights, just lay on the... I love the city of Los Angeles. Just like leaves, leave it. The remnant, the remnants of like a multi-car crash on a busy intersection, and there's just pieces of fucking headlight and taillight and bumpers on the sidewalk where dogs Angeles, are walking. Incredible. Los Angeles features like there's n- something that's incredibly LA is just like inexplicable broken glass everywhere, and especially yeah. like vehicular broken glass, like. Every day I see vehicular broken glass. That oh, it's, it's true. And the mindset is a true leave it. Leave it. Leave it. It'll, someone will do something with it. It'll it's do, unbelievable. It'll he drove his car. degrade, people say. He drove his Rivian into a fucking Raulo's pizza place. It's right across the street from me. I see it every fucking day. And he drove it through the wall. And Raulo's. apparently he was just like, roll, yeah, Rolo, Raulo's. Raffellos? Raffellos. <laughs> and he drove it through the wall and was just up and at him, like, talking on his cell phone, being like, damn. What happened, though? I don't know. Apparently, he didn't. He was not under the influence, according to... He might have... It's a... I mean, it, La Brea, that's a very... It can be a harrowing intersection. La Brea in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in that intersection. But I feel like he... Because I saw there were... In the videos I saw, there were cars on my side of the street. And then, so I think he might have hit them and then <laughs> moved through the other lane. Like, he was he was on a journey. Yeah, I was like, did he just get a little bit bored with all his success? And he was like, you know what? The show's over. I know. <sighs> I used to have it all. And now I just need to mix it up just a little bit. That seems like a Rivian. fun thing to do if you're him. Yeah. Just for just just to mix things up. No one got hurt, right? Um, I don't think so. I think he lucked the fuck out. I was like, either he's just like having a laugh or it also feels like roadhead for some reason. I was like, was he getting a blowj at the wheel? Like a Halloween blowjob? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I I'm just obsessed. I just love I love our city. Car parts on the ground? Eh. Leave it leave it damn i know this pizza place oh my god there's footage of the crash yeah i just saw the aftermath whoa this crash is strange 
he bumped into someone. Something is uh, uh, off. Yeah, something. Because he was in the. He was. He was stopped behind someone, then just drove through them, then drove through an intersection, then drove into the pizza shop. This wasn't like, oh, I was driving fast and like lost control of the vehicle. It was like he he was stopped slash slowed down. And then he said, you know what? Fuck it. And pressed. Yeah. The maybe gas he was. Maybe he was, in, maybe he was in like a beef style road rage battle with someone. Or I've also had a moment where I'm like, I'm going to drive into a building like when I, like, I've thought. had really bad anxiety at some point where I'm like, I'm just going to fucking drive my car into a building. Yeah. So maybe he was going through that and then he actually king shit did it. He followed through. He followed through with an intrusive thought. I think I also think everyone in L.A. is really high and like swerving and everyone's on, everyone just is on their phones in the car. Like, you just see it. People swerving out of the lanes. And I think everyone's just, like, really not present. So, I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, it's, a piece of, it's a piece of history. It is. And you could be selling it. You could be selling, like, mason jars of Alan Ruff's car accident on <laughs> eBay to the highest bidder. Some Someone would buy it. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. If someone's buying, like, Raquel's Tom Tom sweater... Someone would definitely buy Alan Rucks. Yeah, I think. And Succession is such a cult following. It's very I feel really Connor. bad. Yeah. I feel bad for the owner of the restaurant. Oh, they're amazing people. They're a sweet family that owns it. This is a bizarre crash. Yeah, it's something is up, right? It's fucking weird. The footage. <laughs> Detective Shane Hall's on the scene <laughs> from Zoom. On my deceptive channels is on the iPad and saying something ain't right. Someone should really look something into that. Isn't not right. gonna be not gonna be me, but you should sell. You should be monetizing this. Crash. Like taking pictures. There's a reason. Yeah. Look. <laughs> what am I seeing? The bumper on Hollywood, just on the sidewalk. That's his bumper. It's he, no. It was multiple cars were in this crash. But this is all from. I don't care is... about D. I don't care about nobody D-lister bumpers. I only care about the A-list bumper. You could tell. You could pr- tear out the prices. <laughs> I want there to be a plaque on this wall. I like that this has turned you into the kind of person who's just taking picture of garbage in the streets. <laughs> we all will eventually be that person. Hollywood will do it again. L.A. will do that to you. It will. Halle Berry crashing into a liquor store. This is very that. She was drunk, though, I'm pretty sure. I think, yeah. I think there's a lot of... I mean, I remember one time during COVID, there was just, like, the first few weeks, there was just an overturned... This is also just very L.A. There was just an overturned car in the rain on the on the 10. And no one, it was on, no one was attending to it. I was like, all right. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to leave it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Speaking of LA, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy, Unique unique Podcast. podcast. Beverly Beverly Hills Hills Angels.
I have potentially a polarizing take. What's that? I wanted less. I thought Dorit. I was like, I don't need to know. I I'm so over her and PK. I'm like, get away from me. I love Dorit, but I don't want to see PK. Yeah, same. And I was also like, that went wow, LA long. is truly in its flop era because what is this weird spawn con that's happening right now? I've never living hotel life has got me really clued in to like the price tiers, the interior design. I'm reading lots of TripAdvisor reviews. I'm keeping my finger on the pulse of what people are saying about hotels in the city. And to see the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, it's like about like a thousand dollars a night on like a good day. Maybe you'll see it dip down to like 900 something, but it's like a very expensive luxury hotel. That interior, I was was shocked. I I was horrified. Would not pay. I would never, I would never even stay. I would actually be demand a refund. It was giving what Ace, was Ace Hotel. It was giving AC Hotel. It was. It was an AC Marriott. The Boston AC Hotel and Marriott was nicer oh. inside than the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. What the was, fuck was I that? I was shocked by that. And I'm like, black and white? Ugh. Oh, it was awful. And Ugh. when they were in the hallway, I was like, what is going on? And then they entered the room, and I was like, this. No more luxury. We've talked about is it. It's a short term living rental. Maybe they're actually living there. This is like a horrific condo. I was really chilled to the bone by like the whole like I I think Dorit is an icon, mm-hmm. but I'm like I don't care about her marriage. I really don't. I don't want to see it. And I thought the whole like it was like 15 minutes long, the whole, or like 20 minutes of PK and Dorit. It was really I'm bizarre. Like, man, they really didn't have anything to film this episode. Like, it was really hacked together. This episode, I thought, was a fucking bomb. Except yeah. at the end with Kyle Mauricio, that was very tense. But otherwise, But even that, I, I was like, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying what they're selling. And I'm like, I'm getting where's flop. the glamour? I'm, I'm getting flop season. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried. I knew that. I knew it. I knew but, it from the, I, and the moment I saw that trailer, but people were excited, and I tried to be like a supportive friend. No, but inside I was like, "This is gonna suck." It sucked ass. The only time I liked it was in the beginning with Dorit and Erica. So Dorit has a peak yeah. in a cold park. One second, though, can we talk about the crystals tagline? It's really bothering me. What is it again? She says they say wisdom comes with age, but I'm proving otherwise. Which I know what she's trying to say, but to me that sounds like she's insulting herself. Like they say, wisdom comes. I'm also like comes with age. You're forty. So yeah. You're saying you're like wisdom comes with age, but I'm proving otherwise means like I'm dumb. I'm proving otherwise. Oh, I thought it meant like she's young, so she but she's wise. Yeah, I think that's what she's trying to do, but to me it sounds the opposite of that. To me, I'm experiencing opposite day with Crystal's tagline. I'm also just like, do something new other than being younger than everyone. Like, do something. Also, being 40 when everyone else is 50 isn't a flex. Yeah. Also, yeah, you're not that young. You're 40. Like, once you're over 30, it really is just about, like, just figure it out. You're not a young person anymore, which is okay. You're a millennial like all of us, but, like, you're not that fucking young. 
So just and I like I listen. Crystal has brought it. She's brought it enough where I'm I'm intrigued, and I'm like I'll holding space for her. But I'm also just like do something. Yeah. Do something Dorit. other than age. <laughs> Dorit has a picnic with Erica set up by Dolce Picnics. I was like, so I it's know a company exactly of... where they are in Beverly Hills, too. Like, people yeah, drive like a... by. They're, like, in a very public space. They're across from, like, UTA. There's no, like, <laughs> Beverly Hills, there's not, like, and live gorgeous, Nation. like, private parks that you can no. go and, like, be, like, ooh, I'm off the grid. Like, ooh, I'm feeling private. Like, that's just people's backyards. So, like, to go into this space is, like, being incredibly out in the open and exposed. Yeah, there's that one strip of long strip of land of grass along South Santa Monica, South Santa Monica, and then there's like a park near the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not like it's not a vibe. No, they should have gone to like Griffith Park or something. EJ goes, "Ooh, it's chilly out here." It was chilly in her Mew Mew. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so this Dolce picnic is a company with these two girlies who wear like pink sundresses and they look fucking cold as hell and they set up this like gorgeous and i thought it was gonna be like oh this is cool like she's doing like an english tea party for all the women it was just for her and erica which was like a real flex under each part like i'm mm-hmm. look i'm just gonna have this like magical mad hatter Maybe in a public a deeply public place it actually is like a power move it's kind of mafia vibes it's female mafia vibes if you think mafia mama some may say to invite like a publicly shamed figure Mm -hmm. into a total Mm -hmm. open and exposed vulnerable space that is not really a park and then treat them to like this love shack fancy yeah and be like don't worry you're in public i won't whack you here you know Mm -hmm. Be like, let's talk about it. Everyone can see you. Everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be looking at you. Yeah, it's a bit chilly these days. It's very what time chilly. of year is it? Early I think spring. Winter. When okay. it, I think it was a winter in LA when it was cold and rainy all the time. Mm. And wet. I bet the grass was a little wet. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not. I don't want a picnic with a side of like road dust. I lo- I just wrote I loathe. So Dorit's well, like, please. I'm sad that you said that about PK and it's bothering me. And then EJ is like, I'm sorry I said it. I committed to the bit and then saw it through and without really thinking. And I apologize for that. She was, and then I'm she sorry says, it. I'm sorry she I said, said it. I was on the stage. <laughs> then she says, uh, if I would have known, I would have ruined someone else's life. It's <laughs> like, I'm loving her. She's Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Dorit's like, look, at the time, the reason why I was so triggered by it is because PK and I were actually having, like, some hiccups at home because he was basically annoyed with me that I wouldn't recover as quickly as he wanted me to. Yeah. Dorit has, you said this offline, but she's been cursed by something. Like, she says she took 10, this was also, is this how people shop? I'm, like, unclear. Taking 10 grand in cash out of the bank account to go shopping and then she had it in her purse and then she was like at the grocery store or something and like turned to look for her purse and her purse wasn't there and it had been stolen. And then she either that or at the bank, like she was like going to the bank to get it. And like she turned. I thought it was that. 
I thought she said I took 10 grand out of the bank to go Christmas shopping and I put it in my purse. Then I went to the grocery store and I went to check out. I'm like, what? Like, is that just what rich people do is take cash out? Probably. Don't you want points? She wants to pay for everything. She probably just wants like everything to be paid off. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But I'm like, how are you going to like? I always know where my purse is. That's at least one thing you can say about me is that like I'm in a place of clutch with my purse 24 seven. There's no cash in there. I thought she was going to say like she had this like moment where she thought her purse was stolen. And then she realized like it, and she but it brought it like triggered no, her but PTSD. She was followed, but she, she was followed by, by three, three men. men, which I was like, OK, like what kind happens? of things are you buying that you need to have cash? 10K. I'm a, something's not adding up, but then I'm like, damn, that sucks. Like, you are cursed. But I'm also, also like, just like, keep an eye on your belongings. I just, I'm continuing to be like, how are they so rich? It happened overnight. They were like renting before and seemed like they were like sort of putting on airs a little bit. And then suddenly they came into like serious money and bought their house. I don't know what's the deal. They like yeah, don't, I don't know it, it came on fast, right? I don't remember because I didn't watch seasons like five through. I they weren't stopped they weren't... At season five, and then I re-engaged during Lucy Goosey Apple Juicy. So don't ask mm. me. By that time, what was done was done, and all I knew was that Dorit got a dog, and then said goodbye. <laughs> Just another day in Los Angeles. Shout out to Tim Hayland, whose art is on Sutton's wall and is clearly seen in the establishing shot of her house. Tim was on an old vintage pumped podcast episode. And wow. he is hilarious. And also an incredibly talented artist. Go Tim. I know. Um, Sutton and Garcelle are throwing a 40th birthday trip for Vegas or for Crystal in Vegas. And She's FaceTiming with Garcelle, and in the back seat, you see one of her sons. And I just felt triggered because of how they were with her last time. Yeah. She's in the throes of getting, like, manipulated by teenagers, and I have a lot of empathy, but I'm also, like, it's incredible birth control. Mm-hmm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist. And I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sutton's matchmaker comes over to do an intake with her. And I just need to know, does Sutton own a Monet? Was that a Monet? I thought it looked like one. She might. She's fucking rich. I know, but that was truly... I've never seen a flex like that. Yeah, that was a that was a big... I think it might be. I don't think she's the kind of person... No, she could. She has a lot of... I mean, she gets 300 I, grand a month. I'm not <laughs> clear. I'm not clear on my... Um, 
art history. You know, impressionist artists. So I don't mm-hmm. know if there are a lot of people out there doing what Monet did. But to me, as someone that I literally just went to a museum in Japan in the winter and saw a bunch of Monets like in the flesh. And I was like, that is a Monet, I'm pretty sure. And it's not blurred, which means because you have to like blur the art unless you get the release or I would assume unless you own the actual Monet. I would not be surprised. I need a fact checker. I bet she has a real one. I'm sad that Caroline is on her way to BravoCon right now because this would be we need we need boots on the ground about Sutton's maybe Monet. Yeah, Caroline will be giving us dispatches. (sighs) So Alessandra comes and she goes, what's going on? And Sutton goes, I don't know. So Sutton's done with the apps and she's commissioned this woman to like find her a tall, handsome man. And Sutton says she gets asked on first dates, but she never goes on second dates. And then she goes, I'm a first child and I'm an overachiever. And I was like, Sutton and I are one in that way. She goes, I'm what you'd call a one a one date wonder. <laughs> but she also goes, I feel like Sutton probably meets a lot of flops and I relate. It's like, I don't go on a lot of second dates because the first date, I'm like, I never want to see this person again and live with yeah. my whole rest of my life without this person. And I can't wait to even forget that this happened. 90% of first dates are God awful. Yeah. Or you're just like, why? You're like, thank you for dinner. Thank you for being a gentleman. Dinner. I won't be kissing you. And goodbye. Goodbye. Don't call. I always just said drinks. No dinner for me. I'll do dinner. I can talk to Sutton. The thing is, I'm a great talker. I can talk for an hour to a man who makes a good dinner reservation and like takes the lead on that. I'm down. Mm. But if it's not a vibe. Yeah. Alessandra's like, well, I think I'm a big believer in letting the man lead. And Sutton was like, why would I do that? She's like, I have the money. Yeah. Um, I think, though, that Sutton... I have faith in this matchmaker, but I'm also like, I want Sutton to enter her like Glenn Close marrying a billionaire era. Did Glenn Close marry a billionaire? Yeah, she's married to a billionaire. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. God, I love Glenn Close. I did not know that. Yeah, I just saw it. He looked like her. (laughs) Wow, he has 8.59 billion. Damn. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want that for Sutton. Yeah. Yeah, she needs like a she needs someone who's like a sub but with a lot of money who can meet her. But I think she ultimately wants to be domed, but it's hard when you're a woman of a certain age and you have a lot of money to meet a man who is like comfortable with that. Like you are going to need to get into like the right spaces and the right rooms in order to meet men who a aren't threatened by that. And then B also like who can match you or have more money. She said, I have a bigger intellect than most. I believe that she said, my ex-husband would only let me plan the summer vacations because he would only come for the last week. I was like, damn, I saw that whole yeah housewife life also i'm like after a certain age i understand like wanting to get back out there but i'm also like you know 
just be rich with your best friend Jennifer Tilly and like see what happens. Yeah, you have adult children, like you're good. Yeah. But I get it. Like if you she met companionship. it would be nice to like meet someone and have companionship. But yeah, I think it's like she just needs to go out more. Look at Chris Jenner. She's got the best deal ever. I know. But she's also does Corey have as much money as her? No, I'm just saying she found someone that like is crazy about her and she just kind of like moves through life with him. Mm-hmm. They have fun. They get high together. They fuck. Yeah. I feel like Sutton, I get a sense that she's like more traditional or like wouldn't be okay really with someone who has a lot less money than she does. Yeah. Or it'd be hard, but maybe not. I don't know. Crystal goes Crystal's... for an early lunch at Gracias Madre with Rob and her brother Jeff. And Jeff song... is the Justin Bieber of China? Yeah, she, I remember her saying that. There's a song playing over in the transition between scenes, and it's, I thought it said, I'm a big balls, I'm a big balls, I'm a big balls. <laughs> Jeff has a lot of Botox, and he seems a little gay. I think that's just like an aged pop star is always going to seem kind of gay if you're a man. I think Crystal, I think she, I think those are the men that she has in her life who are like, seem a little like closeted, but maybe are just straight. Like her husband? Mm-hmm. I think you're just sensing like a beta energy from her husband. Mm-hmm. Because he just seems like a straight like pussy to me. <laughs> he was engaged to a woman, Jeff, and was living in China. And when COVID broke out, Crystal basically demanded that he come home to the U or like come back to the US to be with her and their parents. And the fiance that he was engaged to didn't only had a Chinese passport so she couldn't go. And that was like kind of how their relationship ended. So she says that I think Jeff blames me. That's rough, but also I mean he made the choice. Clearly if you really want to be with someone you'll stay. Mm-hmm. Crystal he's basically like I don't think anyone I'm gonna be with is gonna be good enough for you. Potentially. Yeah. Kyle just got a new Range Rover uh, called a Range Rover autobiography that is $165,000. And I just have to say, whenever a housewife gets the Range Rover of their dreams, an angel gets its wings. (laughs) It's true. Nothing makes me happier than a real housewife taking to the range. Mm -hmm. It is the housewife way. You are not complete unless... You have a Range Rover. And as much as I criticize Monica and her Range Rover, I understand. It's essential. When you're a housewife, you do need a Range Rover. My sister has one. You need a Range Rover. Yeah. I'm not a housewife and the Range Rover calls to me. Me too. Like, I can't wait to one day hopefully take to the range. (laughs) I hope that global warming doesn't just destroy California. I hope that I can... One day, <laughs> I know the clock is ticking. The clock, the the saddest thing, many tragedies going on right now as we speak. But perhaps the saddest thing is that California will sink into the sea or be destroyed by an earthquake before I can purchase my own Range Rover and take Tragic. to the streets of LA in a range. Drive over to Gelson's. I drive and pick you up. Drive you around the block. Drop you back off. Yeah, it's very you with like the sun. They all, the Kardashians all have Range Rovers, I feel like. You need, you really need a Range Rover. Like if you don't, you're actually oppressed at this point. (laughs) It's the haves and the have nots. And the big question is, do you have a range? Do you have a Range Rover or not? 
And honestly, when drama is happening, you need a range. To, you need to a flee. place. You need a car that's also like a second home to take to and feel very like small in your heavy, 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 heavy car with like tinted windows and like a luxe interior so that you can just like really think things through in. You can cry in the range. You can just drive fast with purpose. You can scream in the range. It's far more soundproof than other cars, I'm sure. You can hit a deer and keep going. You could hit a human and maybe get away with it. More likely to get away. You're more likely to get away with committing vehicular homicide if you have a Range Rover versus if you have some jalopy. Let's just. We can all be honest and agree about that. That is a fact. Well, Kyle has she can Kyle can run over someone twice if she wanted to. She picks Dorit up because Dorit PK is arranging a surprise for Dorit for their anniversary, and he's enlisted Kyle to pick her up without telling her where she's going. So mm-hmm. Kyle dutifully takes. Even though she's like in the midst of this whole thing, she's like, I'll do this. And Dorit gets in the car and she goes, Kyle, I'm so glad we have this time because I wanted to talk to you. She goes, I'm just sensing that there's a heaviness with you. Is everything all right with you and Mo? There's such like, a heaviness. There's a heaviness. I, she goes, PK and I, in her confessional, we used to have dinner with Kyle and Mauricio all the time. We'd go on vacations together. She goes, and lately we haven't seen them together in months. Something is not right here. I just know it. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. So she asks Kyle a bunch of questions and then Kyle doesn't answer them. But that is the power of the range. When Mm -hmm. you have a brand new Range Rover and you pick your friend up and they ask you a lot of questions about your failing marriage, you don't have to answer anymore. And you can just be like coy and sigh and kind of look out the window. You can shrug. You can just like turn the wheel. You can take your time with a turn and just kind of be like, I don't know. What are you talking about? Kyle's whole vibe this episode is very like a knowing smirk. But with a lesbian element to it. She's like, look, Mauricio and I just needed a little space. I needed space from him. And I was like, yeah, and the Morgan's pussy. You found space between uh, Morgan Wade's (laughs) legs. (laughs) Um. Um, Kyle says she's like, she I needed, needed a little freedom. freedom. Yeah. And that's also something the range makes you feel even freer. Yeah. It's very, I drove all night to get You're freer to than you. you've ever been. She's definitely played that r- driving over to Morgan's. Mm-hmm. I'll bet she and Morgan have fucked in the range. There's something about Kyle that's just different. Yeah. I, I love this. Se- I love a sexy secret. Her fully formed, like, an explored sexuality mm-hmm. has given her... She's I honestly, like, so interesting now, where she was very uninteresting in the past. Like, what you saw was what you get. You kind of just always knew what Kyle was doing or thinking because she wore all her emotions on her sleeve. And now she is a woman with a secret. Well... Before, she felt like she had to be a certain way because of how Kim was and I think Kathy and, like, she felt like she had to be perfect and everything had to be, like, traditional and, like, she had the most perfect life and the best husband and, you know what I mean? And I think something just clicked, aka, like, Mauricio being a dog enough times where she was like, fuck this. I'm a lesbian. Mm -hmm. I don't need to. I 
be perfect. I am perfect. Mm-hmm. She's very, I feel like she's very, Kyle is like a pink lesbian. Like, like listens to pink? Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely blasted. Like, don't be can you imagine like kyle gets in the range and you know it has such a good sound system and she pushes play on that pink song and just rocks the fuck out raise your glass just coming in coming in raise raise your glass she rolls down the window at like a person just standing at the bus stop and she's like, and we will never be, never be born. And like, and they go, and then they go, dirty little freaks. And then everyone, she, everyone in LA, yeah. And she yeah. Goes, <laughs> she goes, you know what? Get in. Just get in. Let's go. Where do you need to go? She's giving people. just like bus stop people. Yeah. She's like, get out, get in here, get in. This she says new. to the actual bus driver, she goes, you get in too. Leave the bus. And he goes, bus. you know what? Yeah. And he gets in. And they all just are blasting. We will never be nuts. Some like person is like hanging out the fucking they get sunroof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hereditary <laughs> he fully gets like, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the song's over, she just pulls over and she's like, get out. Get out of my fucking car. Get out of my, get out of my Range Rover. Never never talk to me again. This is new. Who are you? Oh, my God. Dorit in her talking head. I need to have everyone hold space for this. That She's outfit. literally the Gilded Age. No, she... Speaking of Christine she, Baranski, I wrote... She literally looks like Cream, Christine Baranski in The Grinch. Cream Baranski. She looks... In The Grinch. She is the Gilded Age. <laughs> this I've is never truly... Seen... <laughs> I was like, excuse me? She's literally Carrie Coon and <laughs> she is Cynthia she's... Nixon. Wait, in the Gilded Age, is Cynthia Nixon's character supposed to be like something wrong with her? I don't she's know. Little, I haven't watched ba- the you know, every basement day... girl energy. I've watched it. I've watched it. Well, then you would know what's going on. No, but like I, I haven't watched it. I've watched like three episodes, but I was like, something's up with her. People seem to be really into it, and it is like a HBO show. So I'm like, okay, the clock's ticking. I'm like, I do love a period piece, and I'm ready to engage with the Gilded Age. And now seeing Dorit do Gilded Age SpawnCon cosplay sold me. Pushed you to the limit. Garcelle and uh, Sutton are having a little lunch. Sutton loves a power lunch. Mm -hmm. And Sutton's talking about her marriage, and she goes, I wasn't invited to the boardroom of the marriage. Everyone knows the boardroom is where the power is. And Garcelle goes, you gave over your power to him. And I was like, damn, if, she, if Garcelle ever said that to me, I'd like jump into the ocean. I know. And then Garcelle starts crying, which is like, Garcelle doesn't really cry that much on the show. No, I feel so for her. She's like, I really feel like I'm, I've been doing a lot of like Dark Knight of the Soul since my son... You know, Since my son pulled the ultimate divorce manipulation on me, which is to shame your parent for not being there and then also be like, I want more freedom and I want to go live with dad. I was like, this horse and pony show, I know it too well. And Sutton goes, well, Garcelle, you have to remember, teenage boys are kind of assholes. <laughs> I was like, she's right. Amen, sister. Amen. But Garcelle I'm feels on... like she failed. As a mo- I'm like, No. 
But if your kid said that to you, you would feel so bad. Oh, of bad. course. No, I'm just like, don't doubt yourself. But you can't let him have like an extended curfew because of that. Your husband's the one that had the affair. He's the reason mm, why you got just divorced. Working. Yeah. Um, I'm on a real Sutton kick with like her food situation. Like after last mm. week's episode when she had those Jones on third Chinese chicken salads at her <sighs> yes. atelier, I literally have had a Jones on third Chinese chicken salad every day for the past three days. I love it. That and a Diet Coke. Mm. I want to go to Sutton's house and have her order Postmates and just like hang by the Monet and talk about life. I feel like, why not? It could happen. Just get in touch with her her gay assistant. I think I've met him actually. She invited, I got the invite to the store. Yeah. Be like, I got to work on this. Kyle brings Dorit, parks the car at the Beverly, what is it? Beverly Wilshire. Fucking shithole. I'm telling you. PK basically wants to do a whole pretty woman, like, recreation, because that's where they are in the movie. The movie, it looked nice. That was in the 90s. Yeah, but I like that, like, late 80s, early 90s. I like that kind of, in a hotel of that stature, that kind of, like, gilded, mm-hmm. like, Joan Rivers interior, like, lush It's like curtains. Chateau. A little bit. Chateau Marmont? The rooms are, like, kind of grand in that hotel. It feels like more grand than like this place. Yeah, or they have like a warmth and a vibe. There's mm-hmm. no vibe to like corporate condo life. No. Kyle brings Dorit up to the suite. This is very lesbian coded. I liked it. It's like, come on, I'll bring you up. Um, Dorit is not impressed with the food array. <laughs> which I'm I like, if I was like, are you bringing me here to kill me? Like that's, I would also have a panic attack. Like seeing the halls in the room, I'd be like, what's going on here? Yeah. She's a full trying to end my life. Yeah. She's like, you're bringing me here to eat bad crew today and like get my whacked. I'm also like, I don't trust a hotel, like a luxury hotel. That's like, you can film here, do whatever Mm. you want. I'm like, "Mm -mm, they're in Mm -hmm. trouble. This is not glamorous, nor is it Lux anymore. She goes, where are my children? Where are my children? And Kyle goes, we're going to figure that out. It's all good. And she goes, where are they? I need to know where they are. She goes, tell PK. This is unbelievable. Where is everyone? Where am I? (laughs) I'm just not buying. I just don't buy this. What? That she was surprised? Yeah, or like the freak out. Like, what is there to freak out about? You're on a show. You're not getting wrong. Like, it was stupid. The whole thing was dumb. I I wanted to... This whole chunk was so boring to me it was really bizarre who did this they should get fired i don't believe really in calling for people to get fired for things with this okay not fired but i think that there should be a stern talking to and just like a sit down and they need to really wrap their heads around what they did wrong and apologize for it and then they'll be under review and hopefully mm-hmm. there won't be any more missteps, but they can just guarantee that they'll do better in the future and that we don't want to see 15 minutes of like a weird. So I don't even know what that was. Her t- what her was glam, that for? They bring in like a thing of red dresses that like Julia wears in the movie. She meets PK down at the bar that Julia meets Richard Gere at. And he... I was like, there's no one in this hotel right now. It's freaking me out. Freaking me out. And then he, he, he presents her with a five million dollar diamond necklace. I was the like, loner. 
I know it's 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 for like for rent, but like I'm my whole thing is like if you were just robbed, if you're having all this PTSD, like I would because like you have all these nice things and people clearly knew about it. I wouldn't display I wouldn't even like even if it was like a loner, I wouldn't do any of this on TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what the point of it is. I'd rather just go to like a really expensive dinner at like the nicest restaurant that's actually good, not just like expensive. So you think it's good. So they, she puts on the necklace and he takes her right back up to the room where she came from. And singing in there is Berlin. And they're singing Take My Breath Away. And she did not sound that great. She sounded horrible. I was like, this is, are you trying to torch this band's career right now? I guess he's like, her, is he like their manager? Like, I don't know how he's related to these, to them, but he, it seemed like they all knew each other. Take my breath away. I freaked out by the Gun. whole thing. I don't like it at all. It I don't know been... what the point of it was, and I it feels sinister, and it feels like, why? I was like, why don't you just have someone singing Pretty Woman? That also, it's not the song you want to like dance to romantically you want to do like the twist to pretty woman like an acapella pretty woman what like a barbershop quartet no like a cover pretty woman where you like turn it into like like a lot like a pretty woman yeah or something walk (laughs) (laughs) the romance of an acapella slowly sung it sounds better than hearing like a gasping version of take my breath away in the middle of a shitty hotel suite some of the little zest i'm just not buying what they're selling anymore i also don't like joint interviews get that away from me i don't want pk and dorit to be in the same interview like their whole like we're just a fun zany couple i'm like lucy and he's like rick it's like shut the fuck up i don't want to see them together it's freaking me out. Get away from me. Yeah. Then we I get wrote, to they're like... really out of plot lines this season. Mm-hmm. Then we get into like Kyle Mauricio's stuff where I'm like, this also feels kind of fake. This... I love Portia being 15. She's such like a delightful young woman now. I can't believe we've known this child since she was a baby. I know. Yeah, she was it's like three. Crazy. Yeah. I'm I felt like the tension was very real. Kyle looked yeah. so reluctant to be, like, talking to his family. <laughs> like, she seemed very not into talking to Estelle, his mom. Mm-hmm. I was very, like, I had a knot in my stomach watching it as, like, a codependent Al-Anon person. I don't know why. I just, like, don't believe that this is, like, the way they're trying to show it, like, it's going down in real time like this is how their family yeah, maybe, is finding maybe they out filmed it and i just don't think i just don't i'm not buying it yeah they're setting up for the birthday mauricio's sister and his parents are coming kyle's bff is coming that who like is like a civilian and all the daughters are there and mauricio's just like hey his voice now to me i'm like i feel like repelled by him now and his voice is very noxious to me. The he's so loud. He's just like this, like just oaf. There's something about him when he's no longer with Kyle that he becomes like a turnoff. Like if yeah, she he gave can't, him 
There's something about him that he's much sexier when he's married to Kyle. And like, I want to fuck Mauricio, but I want to fuck him under the guise that he's cheating on Kyle with me. But when he's single and he's not with Kyle, what a he becomes loser. It's ugh, it's a pig. He becomes she a middle-aged actually pig. gives him she boosts his profile in that way. Well, it was like it's like Ariana and Tom, like she gives him credibility, and Kyle gave Mauricio. Also, Kyle gave Mauricio like he owes a lot of his success to her for being like in proximity to her. I think the Hilton mm-hmm. connection, the profile of being on the show. I think the agency sort of exploded because he was well known from being on. I think it helped him. And I think he owes a lot of his success to her. And he's out setting up the agencies all over the place, even in Portugal. And I'm like, he's getting his dick wet all over the America. And I know. Even Rodeo works for the agency now. Oh, yeah. But he's like, yeah, I was in Portugal. I'm in New York, Portugal, Aspen. And I'm like, you're having affairs all over the place. Yeah, I guess it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, my husband is like going to be like a late in life, like really wealthy businessman. And like, I just would rather us be like traveling and like having threesomes every once in a while. Yeah. Or just like have him be at home. I don't know. It would be hard. His mom, who's very chic, goes up to Kyle and she's like, is everything okay with you and Mo? She's like, I keep seeing stuff in the news and it's really upsetting me that things are bad between you guys. And Kyle's like, yeah, we're fine. His dad looks so much like him. I like didn't ever realize that. I don't so know does his I'd mom. I've seen his dad before. I know. It's weird. They also kind of look like each other. <laughs> his mom was Mauricio with a wig. <laughs> like Norman Bates. They've never been seen in the same room. They're like, a, they're like, she's like a chic therapist from Mexico City. I like her. But she seems like, she seems, I mean, if this is all real, we're assuming it's probably, like, produced and some, like, set up to be, like, this tense dinner. But she does seem, like, legit, like, nervous about their, everyone seems like they're uncomfortable. Because Kyle and Mauricio are just, like, every time he comes near her, her body stiffens. Like, she can't. The body language is bad. She can't be near him. She's just always like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. And then at one point. Her mom's like, like, I heard you got a tattoo. I feel like with something like that, it's like someone like I don't think we would ever know because she would want to protect him from like and protect her kids from like having some sort of public thing. But I feel like in a situation like that where you're with a guy for so long, you know that he's like horny and you're probably like whatever you do, don't just like don't embarrass me and you need to like be here for me and our family. So like if you need to like hook up with other people you can do it but like i feel like it's like there was a line that was super super crossed and then it was just like i'm done but we'll never know what it was because they're good at keeping secrets like that and he's embarrassed because he knows he fucked up yeah he's now being kind of like cunty to her because that's Mm. what a lot of people who are narcissistic when they're when they know they've done something wrong sometimes they double down and like go on the offense Mm -hmm. but he like 
at one point Estelle is like, did you get a tattoo? And Kyle's like, yes, I got a tattoo. And Or no, Kyle tells her, I, I got a tattoo. And Estelle is like, I'm fine with that because she's very conservative and like traditional. And then Kyle's like, she's like, did you get one of Mo's name, Mauricio's name? And Kyle went, no. And then Estelle goes, does he have one? And Kyle goes, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And then he gets Kyle's really mad. He gets super mad that she alluded that he had the tattoo to the mom. And then it becomes like they're bickering. He's like, oh, I just didn't. You didn't need to say it right now on this night. Yeah, that was weird. And maybe I'm just like thinking it's not real because we've not seen them super bicker like that before. Like they usually are on the same page. So it's just out of character. But I don't know. It's just not hitting for me. I am excited, though, for Sutton's flip out in Vegas. Oh, yeah. They go to Vegas. And why? I'm like, I want to go to Vegas. Like, this was like, oh, my God. Like, this looks like glam. Why are we not Even a Bravo if it's con? fake glam. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to pay for that. No. <laughs> They're staying at Hilton World. Yeah. Kathy. That's where Katy Perry was. Oh. I didn't stay there, but that's like the hotel where she was performing. Erica goes, I'm going to take you all to Magic Mike. That, I would be like, I'll pass on that. Can't mm-hmm. we as a society just like grown past like a Magic Mike type of thing? Like, can't we just agree that that was like a thing, but really it's over? And, like, do we do we really need it? No. I watched that new movie for a half hour. I'm sure you did. It was bad. <laughs> I'm sure it was. You're like, sure what? I did because I watch bad movies? <laughs> because you love to watch, like, a really bad movie. I like to see if something's new, I'll watch it. Yeah. You like to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. But what's out there is really bad. Mm-hmm. But you have your finger on the pulse of things like The Nun 2 <laughs> and Magic Mike's Final Dance. Final Destination. Final Magic Mike's Final Destination. Well, apparently in the next, in the season, te- or the next episode teaser... Erica's getting, like, basically her pussy eaten through her leather pants by one of the strippers on stage in front of everyone. Like, she gets, like, picked to go up. And then Sutton is so repulsed and recoiled that she leaves. She goes, I'm leaving. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. I'm out of here. I wonder if that's really what it's about. Yeah, did she like one of that? Like, did she want to? I don't know. Something's up. And then you see Kyle. She goes... You're being a real bitch right now, Kyle. And Kyle goes, you're being a bitch. Yeah. So I'm in for a fight. I like when Sutton just randomly will freak out about something. I like like when she was going to Teddy Mellencamp's like eating disorder cult retreat. And she went, I'm just crying. I was like, I feel that. Yeah. I would, too, be like really overwhelmed by that. Well, hopefully the next episode will pick it up a little because this was this was a doozy of an episode to get through yeah and also like we may skip some episodes like i'm not committed to having to recap every single episode of a show i'm truly life is short and you can't be forced to do things and engage with a flop we don't work for them they work for us it's true we have to remember that so we'll just see we'll keep you guys posted but in any event, you still get an episode every week. As my and friend in college we'll think said, of something else. We'll play it by year. <laughs> we'll play it by year. I had a friend who thought it was year. 
Yeah, we'll play it by year. Um, let's do a cult shout out. Let's do it. It's a cult shout out. Twenty two members. Twenty three. Wow. Twenty three. Growing. Guys, get in touch about the renovation project. Let's do this. <laughs> I know you guys live all over the world, but you can fly here on your We're international own in our cult. We're gonna do that. Lucy from London. Lucy from London. Brooke Johansson. Johansson. Danielle McMillan. Millen. Lady Swamp, which gives no fucks. Gives no fucks. Mazatov. Tov. Diana Conky. Conky. Mary. Mary. Eliza Twaddle, week 2078. Eliza Twaddle, week 2078. Maisie McKearney. Maisie McKearney. Mike Earhart. Earhart. Sharon Baum. Realtor. Realtor. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Carrie Whitner. Whitmer. Owsley. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Kay. Kathy West. Kathy West. Michelle Martino. Tino. Kitmore. Kitmore. Orlanda. Orlanda. Nick Sideris. Sideris. Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Lucas. And Jeffrey Pratama. Jeffrey Pratama. 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 Love you guys. Thank you for engaging. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I was wrong. What was that? No, that's a different one. Don't listen to me. Stay true, and we wish Laura more luck, on her, and hopefully she'll be back in her home soon. Stay true. My dark journey has led me all the way to checking into Hotel Ziggy today. We need a boots on the ground. Maybe you need to go live. Do we need to go I live when need, you're there? Uh, yeah, I think we'll need to go live because, okay, yeah, I'm really actually having a very Vanderpump day because I'm going to Hotel Ziggy and then I'm going to go to Tom. I'm checking into Hotel Ziggy and I'm eating at Tom Tom tonight. So okay. I'm really, things are happening. And we'll go live tonight. Okay, that feels cool. right to me. Yeah. And I also was like, not only is this a cheap place to stay and they don't have a pet fee. So that's why I booked it. But I was also like, it's research and it's a write off at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's work. <sighs> so wish me luck. And Good luck at Ziggs. We'll see you on the live. And guys, since this is getting posted when the live has already happened, thanks for joining the live. <laughs> Ta-ta! Bye! Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.